You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. And now our feature presentation. Welcome to Darker Projects production entitled Other Voices. Good evening, and welcome to Other Voices. On Wednesday, June 26, 2013, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled on two very controversial cases, which had a wide-ranging impact on the cause of equality in the United States. The first, DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act signed in by President Bill Clinton in 1996, which designated for federal purposes such as social security, taxation, and many other things, that marriage was to be legally defined as a union exclusively between a man and a woman, and Proposition 8, which banned same-sex marriage in the state of California in 2008. As of this recording, DOMA has been declared unconstitutional. Additionally, the Supreme Court ruled that there was no case for the court to adjudicate Proposition 8 and sent it back to the lower courts, effectively eliminating the legal ban on same-sex marriage in California. That day, writer Rob Watson, a single father of two boys who happens to be gay, read a post on the Facebook page of a famed author Armistead Maupin. This post put him in mind of sitting down and composing a letter to all those people who had been important in his life and who were no longer living to see the fruition of this step forward for equal rights in America. We at Darker Projects are proud to present this open letter, unedited and complete to you in the form of a dramatic reading. And now, an open letter to all my friends who did not live to see this day. An open letter to all my friends who did not live to see this day. Written by Rob Watson. Narrated by Mark Brzee. This is an open letter that will never see the inside of a mailbox. It is a letter from my heart, being sent to hearts that no longer beat. They are now in the space of the spirit, but I miss them just as I would if they were still beating on the other side of town. The fight for equality that culminated with an enormous milestone this last Wednesday at the U.S. Supreme Court has been waged for a long, long time. Many years before couples started approaching courts, first, most significantly in Hawaii, the notion had occurred in the minds and imaginations of many of us. It did not rest there for very long. Marriage was a pipe dream, really. And with the specter of AIDS beating down on us, it did not seem to be a priority worth even worrying about. I remember a gay pride event years ago at which the very first Freedom to Marry t-shirts were given out. 
Many looked at them with cynical bemusement. Oh, honeys, the MC drag queen quipped from the stage. I am sorry, but they are never going to let you get married. They just aren't. And yet, here we are. On the night of the great dual marriage equality decisions, author Armistan Bopin wrote in his Facebook page, Tonight we will celebrate for all who never lived to see this day. I took his comment to heart. My thoughts and feelings went out to my legion of loves, the friends and lovers who are now beyond the veil. How amazed they would be. This letter is for them. My loves, we had quite a day yesterday back here on Earth. It was one that we did not even speculate we would see when you were here. We fought for it, anyway, you and I, even though we were still in the little battles. The big battle for us, of course, was the one we lost. You lost your lives, and I lost you. It is funny how the grief never really goes away, but locates somewhere in the back of my mind. Yesterday, I was giddy with the exuberance of justice prevailed. Today, I just wanted to call you and talk about it. Your voices are all going off in my mind right now, what you would be saying, how you would be reacting. Paul, I hear you the loudest, probably because we had our own holy union when at a time when all else was denied us. I can hear your amazed laughter, making fun of Pat Robertson and, and Governor Christie and their whining. Now we would be plotting our next moves, always thinking two steps ahead politically. Mark and Glenn, I hear you guys immediately planning your weddings. Not to each other, but I know where your minds are going first. Mark is being romantic. Glenn is going for fabulous. His vision is growing and growing with building momentum, and then he stops short on a dime as he remembers the minor detail that he does not have a viable prospect to marry. But Keith does. And so while thinking about all those still against us, he starts to think about how he and his partner could do something simple and tasteful, perhaps at the beach, in front of the setting sun. Pierce is declaring how he will never marry unless it is to a rich man whom he can divorce for all his money. Unless they had kids, in which case he would stay faithful. 
Kids are important, he declares. Joe is saying he will never marry, and I think he means it. I still think he will, though, if he meets the right person. He laughs at me, but the look in his eye tells me I'm right. And today, here we all sit in collective amazement. It was a day we never thought we would see. I regret that it did not happen when you were here. Just knowing that you could walk in the world more equal would have made your lives, our lives together, so much richer. We walked in the shade, slightly hidden. And it would have been fantastic to own the bright middle of Main Street. We leave this world better than we found it, that is for sure. I know you have left in many ways. But I also have to acknowledge that it is you who inspire the strength I possess for this fight. You are in the very fabric of who I am and always will be. So thank you, my loves. Until we can dance together again. This is Mark Brzee. Rob Watson's An Open Letter to All My Friends Who Did Not Live to See This Day is a moving tribute to history in the making and the people in our lives, both living and dead, who touch us in deep and meaningful ways. I found this posted on Facebook, and after skimming through it on my mobile phone, I was so moved that I had to read it aloud to my fiancé. Rob's own history, as told through his recollections and his understandings of his friends, made this all the more poignant. I can relate to some of the imagery Rob uses, such as, we walked in the shade, slightly hidden, and it would have been fantastic to own the bright middle of Main Street. As a gay man, I, too, had felt that I was not quite able to be 100% of the man I believed myself to be. Now, with 13 states, including the recently added California, and the District of Columbia, recognizing and legalizing same-sex marriage, and with the defeat of DOMA, people like myself will have opportunity to be who we are, equal to our heterosexual counterparts and friends. The GLTBQIA community has had so much support from outside our community, from liberal-minded progressive people of all stripes, that we have to say thank you for standing with us while we fought these long years to achieve this moment of legal equality 
in the eyes of the federal government. There are too many to name, but you know who you are. The people who not only stood the picket lines alongside us, but the moms and dads who accepted us and simply loved us, to our families of choice who adopted us and made us feel that we belong. And yes, even to the religious communities where we were welcomed as we are without judgment or precondition. To all those, and far more than I am able to remember to name, we thank you. For other voices and for darker projects, I'm Mark Brzee. Good night. You've been listening to Other Voices, a special presentation of Darker Projects. An open letter to all my friends who did not live to see this day was originally written by Rob Watson and used by his permission. Narration was by Mark Brzee. Script supervision was by George S. Nader and M.J. Cogburn. Post-production was by Mark Brzee. The music used in other voices was by Kevin McLeod. This is M.J. Cogburn. Thank you for listening. <laughs>